0: Hey, what's up? Welcome back to The Uninvited. This is episode five. And you know what that means. That means we are podcast official, right? This first four podcasts, we were kind of feeling each other out, like, hey, do I like this pod? Does the pod like me? We're here now, okay? So here's how I'll know that you're as serious about us as we are, about you. Wherever you found us, Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss another one of these. And give us a five-star rating because that definitely feels like love to us. And four-star rating really just feels like the friend zone. And we are so, so past friend zone, right? July 15th. You know what that means, right? Happy birthday, Twitter. Shout out to Jack, at Jack, 14 years ago. 14 years ago to the day, July 15th, we got Twitter. And where would we be? Where would we be without Twitter? I mean, besides, you know, kinder and and nicer and and less self-absorbed, perhaps. But other than that, where would we be? I mean, we've gone from talking about what we're gonna have for lunch to the Arab Spring in Occupy Wall Street. I mean, for for almost everything that ha- that's pivotal, I feel like that's happened in, in, in the kind of the, the social consciousness. Um, I think Twitter has been there. Like Twitter gave us Me Too. It's given us Black Lives Matter. It's also given us the blue dress or gold dress. Thing, Uh, Twitter. Twitter can give us the profound and the absurd with really just one swipe of the thumb, Uh, and it's a beautiful thing. And so today, I'm I'm celebrating Twitter. Uh, This so this this will very much feel like uh, the special um, Twitter anniversary slash birthday episode of the Uninvited. Um, So I'm just going to jump in because. the Twitterverse, one of the first things I saw on Twitter was I, I got in and I'm like, why in the world is Anthony Scaramucci tweeting today? Do you do that when you get on Twitter and and you see who's trending? Is Does the, the first thing go to your mind like, oh, my gosh, did they get the Rona? Did they die? Like, what happened to them? Uh, so I go, and the first thing I see is that Scaramucci is tw- trending, right? And so it turns out the reason why Scaramucci is trending is because of Kanye. I mean, I got to tell, I mean, doesn't it feel that because of everything that's been happening since the 2016 election, that everything feels like the six degrees of Donald Trump? I mean, it feels like, for right, wrong, or indifferent, I, I feel that the, the social world, as far as attention, that, that he is like, Trump is like this vortex of, of attention, and his vortex is so strong that it pulls other, like, other uh, vortexes towards him. One of those is Kanye, Kanye is a force of nature. Shout out to Kanye at Yay. Um, Kanye uh, last week um, was in the midst of his 2020 presidential run, and uh, today Kanye West announced that he was no longer formally ended his uh, his run for the presidency of the United States. Um, And so you're asking, well, what the hell does Kanye running have to do with Anthony Scaramucci? I thought the same thing. Um, Thanks to Dave Brown. Uh, Dave Brown is a writer for Political. Shout out to Dave Brown, at Dave underscore Brown 24. Noted that uh, with the end of Kanye's presidential run, it lasted exactly one Scaramucci. Anthony Scaramucci, as you might recall, um, was the press secretary uh, following Sean Spicer. Um, Mooch, as he is affectionately called, um, was very uh, was, had a different persona, I guess it's fair to say, than Sean Spicer. Mooch was very, um, I feel like if New York had a stereotype of, not just New York, but New York Wall Street... New York huckster it would have been like if if, if you said hey give me give me your um, your worst 1987 um, impersonation of a wall street um, investment broker there would be an image of anthony scaramucci um, shout out to mooch uh, he, he went with it in stride you know, and actually stole the joke from Dave, Dave Brown. Um, at Scaramucci is um, Anthony Scaramucci's um, handle on Twitter. Can you imagine, though? Can you imagine what that might be like to, to, to only be on a job for 11 days and that your entire claim to fame is that you were on that job for only eleven days, and that you're getting shouted out with the likes of of, of Kanye. Um, at yay, by the way, um, for Kanye. For those who who, who didn't know, if you don't, if you don't know now, you know. That's me trying to take from the culture, but that's like culture from like when I was still listening to hip hop. Um, um, hip hop. Hip hop is like just evolved. Hip hop has evolved um, so much, and it, it's hard for me. It's hard for me to keep up. Um, but yeah, Yay Ye in his presidential run today, alas, at exactly one Scaramucci. And so now, anytime you like, so now, um, so I've been under a lot of stress uh, this past week, and so I've been off of my, my keto diet. Um, and it's, it, I'm approaching a one Scaramucci of being off the keto train. So when I get back on keto, I'm going to measure my keto success by a Scaramucci. Um, that being said, Yay was not the only hip hop star though. Speaking of evolved um, hip hop, was not the only star in Twitter news. Um, it's so interesting. Even like Twitter has its own, you know, it's the Twitterverse. So it's interesting how things are, are will will be on Twitter. It's almost like Twitter is its own world, and things that are buzzing on Twitter will never make the five o'clock news or the six o'clock news. But it's it's Twitter, right? Um, Megan the Stallion. Some of you, some of you may be familiar with Megan the Stallion. Um, I I have not been until recently until I was watching her on the uh, BET Awards. I don't know. I I had never seen her perform, um, and I watched the BET Awards because you know um, I, I'm watching All Things Black now. Um, even though I, I haven't really gotten into the Tyler Perry stuff yet, I'm just not. I you know I just I I know some of you love Tyler Perry. I I mean there are a couple of the movies, um, the uh, the movies. You know the ones, Medea. Um, those are pretty funny. I'm not going to lie. I'm not, I'm not casting aspersions on Tyler Perry. Shout out to Tyler Perry. I'm sure he's at Tyler Perry. It's just, I don't know, just not my particular cup of tea. Um, but I'm like, it's, you know, look, you know, it, I, I figure, you know, we're, we're kind of in this um, Black Pride um, surge and wanted to support BET television and, and, and the award show. And uh, Megan Thee Stallion performs this the first time I've seen her perform. And she's doing this like whole kind of like Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome kind of post-apocalyptic. Um, you know, it's kind of like Black Power, got the Black Power fist and Black Lives Matter. And I'm like, oh, so she must be like uh, Queen Latifah maybe? You know, almost almost like Sister Soldier, but not really. It's like if Beyonce um, was like Sister Soldier, I guess that would be Megan the Stallion. That's how little I know about Megan the Stallion. Um, at the Stallion, T H E E Stallion. Um, but then she goes from that to this Savage. And uh, that had a completely different feel to it. And I am not here to complain about it. I'm just saying it was different. Um, And uh, but she made the news. Um, She was um, at a party um, party this weekend and uh, had to be rushed to the hospital. Um, And uh, it was not because I did find out it was not. Because she had gotten cornered into a conversation with Kylie Jenner. Um, I think that happened. I'm pretty sure that happened. Um, she was there, Kylie Jenner. Um, because there was a party in Los Angeles. So why wouldn't she? Uh, Megan Thee Stallion was shot in the foot. Um, and, and why she was trending today is that she'd released a statement saying, Hey, there were things that came out. Uh, about this party that weren't true. And um, I was the intended victim of, of, uh, of a crime. Uh, there was harm that was intended for me. And uh, I was rushed to the hospital by local law enforcement. I'm fine and in recovery. Um, but I'm like, who shoots people in the foot these days? Like, is that the thing, though? Is that the thing we we shoot people in the foot? That's it feels like a Barney Fife, um, Barney Fife kind of move. But apparently she's fine. Um, it's just yeah. It, I will say this. Speaking of, this is again the six degrees of separation of Donald Trump. So Kylie Jenner was at this party, right? Apparently she was fine. Um, but you know who uses Twitter really well. Is um, besides Kanye, and obviously Kylie is the billionaire, right? She's the billionaire. Look, I Twitter. It was maybe a year ago that the Twitterverse was blowing up because um, they were scoffing at the idea that Kylie Jenner uh, is a self-made billionaire. Can I just say, and I'm not, I'm not joking here. When I, I say this, um, she, as a as a woman, to be worth a billion dollars, it to me in America, where um, is a man dominated society. I don't care if she's a Jenner or her. Siblings or her family was famous that she's a billionaire and has one of the top brands In the world at her age. I, I think she's what 22 23 years old Um, That says a lot about her, so I am not gonna hate on her for Taking what she has and turned it into an empire Um, I Yeah, I've got luck I've got nothing, and here's the thing: the reason why I'm not making a joke is just because everything I tried just wasn't funny. Um, but if you do have something that's funny, hit me up um, right now. People are just hitting me up on on, on the show's DMs at the underscore not underscore. Jeez, I'm giving you, I'm giving everybody's Twitter handles, and I'm giving you the wrong <laughs> at the uh, Uninvited podcast. Um, and, um, give me, give me your best stuff on, on Kylie Jenner. But I would just say, look, guys, she's a kid and she's a billionaire. And I think we should be applauding that. And I think we should be, um, lifting up, um, entrepreneurs, uh, female entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs of color. And if she inspires somebody to be great, I am all, I am all for it. But here's the thing with Kylie Jenner, where I was going to go. Who's using Twitter really well um, is the first Twitter superstar and that's Kim Kardashian West Kim Kardashian West besides using Twitter to elevate her to I don't know a list status I mean right wrong or indifferent Kim Kardashian is an a list celebrity everyone knows who Kim Kardashian West is Um, but that's not the reason why I'm lifting her up right now. Um, she has used her platform, um, to assist individuals who have been imprisoned, um, for crimes they did not commit. Um, she and her husband, um, Kanye, um, have successfully gotten to the ear of the president and have, have used that platform to help get people out and, you know She's using her voice and her platform to this day um, to, to bring attention to individuals who are in prison who probably am, and most likely should not be in prison. So I never thought, man, I got to tell you, I never thought in a million years that I would be doing a podcast lifting up the virtues of the Kardashian family. But I am. Uh, they're using, they use Twitter for crap. For so long and it's it's refreshing um, to see um, um, Kim Kardashian West um, use Twitter um, use Twitter for good Um, I get really excited about that Um, speaking of (laughs) listen my this transition that I'm making is as bad as bad as the transition that Megan the stallion made (laughs) <laughs> in her BET performance, when she went from power to the people, to I, it was like a strip club in the desert. I mean, I, I don't know what else to say, but um, but it 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 works kind of ish, right? Um, so we've seen in it post um George Floyd, uh Brianna Taylor, and Ahmaud Aubrey. I can't remember how many days we're on, but the fact that we still don't have any arrest um, for Breonna Taylor's murders, I'm, I'm not going to let that go. I'm sorry. Um, but what we're seeing in cities across the country, it started with Washington, D.C., and now we've seen all sorts of cities do it where they're using art um, in public spaces to to make profound statements, uh, mostly with regards to Black Lives Matter. Um and um one of my one of my friends um uh shout out to you uh Ryan Mulligan I don't, I don't I don't think Ryan's on Twitter um but I believe he's on Instagram as rti mulligan shout out to you Ryan um had shared something with me last week um uh, saying that while while these things are beautiful and powerful these artistic statements that these things do not represent systemic change, and uh, it was right. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's right. It it doesn't um, doesn't represent um, doesn't re- represent systemic change. Um, but the city of Asheville, North Carolina, is doing what I'm calling moving from protest to progress. Um, and and this is not to say you do one or the other, but I think that there is an evolution, there is an ebb and a flow, and that while you continue to protest, you're also continuing to work towards progress. Um, The city of Asheville, North Carolina, has set up a commission um, to explore reparations. And while um, the city is just one city, and the counties and the states are going to have to do their own thing that the city of Asheville has gone to that next level which could not be uh more exciting um and i i just i started thinking about okay the, so the city of Asheville is doing this um what kind of what is the appetite uh, for this country to, to pick up the conversation around uh, reparations. As a country, we last paid reparations um, to a... Um, I, it's, not even, it's not even proper to refer to a group of people as being disenfranchised when they were uh, imprisoned. In uh, 1988, um, there was a bill passed to, to pay reparations to Japanese Americans who were imprisoned Uh, in uh, World War II. And so by the time the payments went out in 1990, there were still 80,000 descendants, uh, individuals who had been imprisoned, um, who each received $20,000 from the United States government uh, for um, the false imprisonment um, of American citizens. but it wasn't, but so it, it's been since 1988 since any reparations have been paid to any group. Um, it might surprise um, some of you to know that the United States or some states have already have paid reparations as it relates to slavery. You probably didn't know that. Um but yeah, so um, slave, slave owners um, received reparations for um, their losses during the Emancipation Proclamation. Do you know that? Do you know that, that slave masters in, in, uh, in Virginia um, received reparations because of, of for all their uh, lost uh, labor? Um, so yeah, so to think about that, slave masters have, um, have received reparations and, um, the descendants of slaves did not, even though, um, that's not from a lack of trying, and this is, I'm not, again, I'm not trying to be funny. Um, they're, uh, they we're all familiar with 40 acres in a mule, Right. Um, and the idea around um, 40 acres and a mule um, was that each slave would receive up to, but not to exceed, um, 40 acres uh, of land. And this was um, General Sherman, William Tecumseh Sherman. Um, he had issued an order um, in early 1865. And. Um, to say, hey, like they were going to give land, and if it was four hundred thousand acres of land from Charleston, South Carolina, down to right around where Jacksonville is, right, and so of course, there's that whole strip would run straight down through Georgia, down um, to that piece in in Florida, and in fact. Um, several thousand, tens of thousands um, of freed slaves had begun to occupy parts of those lands. But then President Johnson, um, in an effort to reconcile the Civil War, began pardoning uh, Confederate Army, um, both um, leaders and rank and file, and essentially gave that land back. Um, And so the United States... Um, has not gone back to that. And we talked about this a couple, uh, episodes ago, just with regards to treaties and how, um, the United States just does not seem to honor treaties as it relates to, um, their own people within their own borders. Um, so I'm interested to see, uh, what the city of Asheville does. I'm very interested to see now what the state of North Carolina does, um, and then, what the rest of the country will do, um, as it relates to um, as it relates to uh, uh, to reparations, um, coincidentally. Speaking of reparations, um, on this day in uh, in history, in uh, eighteen seventy, Georgia was the last state to be readmitted into into the union. They were the last Confederate state um, to be, uh, readmitted into the union. So shout out to Georgia for coming back to the union, kicking and screaming, uh, um, five years post, um, post civil war. Um, but yeah, Asheville. So coincidentally, um, every time I, so I've never been to Asheville. I'm, I'm definitely wanting to go to Asheville now. I'm, I'm going to follow, uh, follow that story. But um, there's a... I don't know if you knew this or not, but uh, Edie Brickell of Edie Brickell and the New Bohemians. You know the song, What I Am. I'm not going to sing it because I like you too much. Um, Edie Brickell and Steve Martin uh, have a, a bluegrass duo. They're, they are a, a duo and um one of the first song on their first album together is called when you get to Asheville," and it's just one of my favorite songs and um so i, I think of Asheville often um that's just the music i listen to um is um more indie rock folk um so okay so Speaking of, of kind of how hip-hop has evolved hip-hop has changed um, Childish Gambino uh, One of his earliest songs called Firefly um, And he drops the line, you know being the only black guy at a Suvian concert and I'm pretty sure that I'm probably one of, of a handful of black guys across the country who even got the reference That's that's me uh, I would be I would be that person. Did Suvion ever get to all fifty states? Remember he was doing that thing um where he would record a song of each fifty states? I don't think he did. I think that was the plan, but I don't think that ever um that ever uh came through. Um but yeah I would love to meet I would love to meet Donald Glover slash childish Gambino. If you had to hang out with one, if you had to hang out with with Donald Glover, the actor, who's a fine actor, by the way, or Childish Gambino, the singer, which one would you hang out with? And would you be disappointed if um, if you met Childish Gambino slash Donald Glover and he wasn't what you thought he'd be? Um, They always say don't meet your heroes. Um, I don't know if that's true or not. It hasn't been true for me. It hasn't been true for me. Um, let's see. I've met, a, I've met, I wouldn't have called her a hero. I did meet Hillary, um, back when Bill, uh, former president Clinton, I don't know what, I don't know what his Twitter handle is cause I, I wasn't planning on talking about him. Um, but he was running. Um, and I was in school at the time in, in Lawrence and, um, as a volunteer, part of my job, the event day staff, and I didn't even think about this now or then, but now I kind of like, why did they put me on security? Uh, but, um, there was a big contingent of, uh, Westboro Baptist church, uh, Fred Phelps, And they were just as nasty in the nineties as they were even, I don't even know if they're still doing their, their shtick or their thing, but, um, yeah, I had never been called so many things, um, as I was, um, on that particular day, but I did meet Hillary afterwards and, um, she was, you know, they, and they told us, they're like, don't, you know, you know, um, she does not have time to talk. She's just going to shake your hand, and she's going to keep it moving. Um, but that weekend before she came to Lawrence, um, uh, Arkansas and Tennessee, play now. Um, so I'm old. So so for your younger listeners, um, 90, 1992, um, President Clinton, then then Governor Clinton, and Senator Gore. Uh, running together, um, you know, Bill, Bill and Hillary, obviously, from Arkansas. Uh, uh, Senator Gore from Tennessee. Arkansas and Tennessee had managed to play to a tie. I believe, the, I, I, I think the, the score ended up being like 7-7 to or 17-17, to something like that. But just a horrible game. And Hillary is doing exactly what they said she was going to do. She was going through, shaking hands. Thank you for being here. Go to the next person. Thank you for being here. And and there's probably 15 people that she has gone through before she gets to me. And she gets there, and I'm like, so a tie? These guys can't get the tie. And so I only I only had her for for I had her for about 30 seconds though, and we were talking college football. And then her her by that time they had detail. And they shoved her along. So I did meet Hillary Clinton. I did meet uh, the person who should have been the 45th president of the United States of America. Um, But she doesn't count as a hero. Doesn't count as a hero. Uh, I have met a couple heroes. I've met um, Eddie Vedder. Uh, I'm a big Pearl Jam fan. Well, so so somehow we've let left the um, celebration of Twitter episode into we're just Jerry's just going to tell stories now, um, but you want to hear this. So shout out to Shannon Watts. I believe she's at Shannon Watts. Um, any of you who are listening, who are you know, who follow Shannon or part of Moms made Action, please fact check me, uh, and I will if on on my IG page. If I've gotten her Twitter handle wrong, I will send that out. Please support Moms Demand Action. Um, you know community violence, wh- wherever you live, is probably you know it, uh, it's a problem here where I live in Kansas City. It's a problem everywhere. Um, Moms Demand Action um, is looking for common sense gun reforms. It's not an ad. It's just it's just it is kind of an ad. I'm I'm a fan of of the organization. A fan of Shannon. Um, and uh, but so I met Eddie Vetter. At a random um, random encounter, at a uh, presidential gun sense forum that Shannon organized uh, at the uh, Iowa State Fair. This would have been in August, so almost a year ago, and uh, had all the Democratic candidates in, and um, you know just a ton of celebrities. Um, there were um, uh, Sophia Bush was there doing. Um, Interviews with celebrities. For what it's worth, if you're looking for um, if if you're looking for uh, a really good um, person to follow at um, um, Sophia Bush and her podcast is amazing. Work in progress. Um, If you're looking for a pod that is amplifying unique, powerful voices, um, especially voices of color, um, voices at LGBTQ. Um, community, for voices who are out there, who are actively organizing and advocating for real um, systems change. I cannot recommend uh, Work in Progress enough at Sophia Bush. Shout out to um, Sophia Bush. Uh, I did not meet her, um, but uh, during a break from one of the sessions, I'm just out in the hallway and I across the hall I'm like holy crap that's that's Eddie Vedder and he's walking towards me and and I just I'm like you know what's up Ed what are you doing here like I've I've never met I've never met Eddie Vedder um I had an encounter I had a previous encounter with Eddie Vedder uh back in the 90s um but I don't want to tell that story here because it's not really radio appropriate uh But um, I will say that Ed was as gracious with his time as you might imagine, as cool as you would imagine. We probably chopped it up maybe five or six minutes. Uh, He'd brought um, his kids, I'd brought my daughter. Um, We had a really good laugh over my daughter's mistaken identity. Um, She totally mistook um, Shannon Watts for uh, Marion Williamson. She's like, Dad, I just took a selfie. With that woman that you want to be president, which was a huge, like, misrepresentation of, of what I wanted. But she thought I wanted her to be president because she was the only president presidential candidate who was actively talking about reparations. Um, and then she shows me her phone. And I'm like, oh, that's Shannon Watts. She's the person who started this organization and who organized this whole event. Um But we so we just shared a really good laugh around around that. Um, But he was as cool and as gracious as you might imagine. I don't think Ed's on Twitter um, at Pearl Jam on Twitter, uh, I believe, and also on Instagram. Um, And then the other person that I've met who hero slash uh, I like I consider her a friend. I I think as much as you can you can. you can be friends with someone that you start a friendship with over social media and then you meet a couple times and that you just, you know, you're just really cool and supportive of, of each other. Um, uh, I just get, I'm just going to consider her a friend. Uh, Nico Case, at Nico Case, shout out to Nico. Um, but uh, yeah, she is as warm and as funny as, funny crap. Um, just a, just a class, just superhuman being. Follow her at Nico Case. Um, go to her website at Nico Case or at just NicoCase.com. Buy her music. Don't just download it. Don't just listen to it. Buy it. She's got one of the most unique voices. And I realize that right now, like I'm doing this thing where I, I've got my, uh, um, my cord to my headphones and I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope I didn't just screw up the sound. So here we are episode five and uh, I'm still learning and uh, I guess this is probably as good a time as any to say. Thank you for um, For hanging out during the quirkiness um, I appreciate you that you're here um, You're sharing it with people that you know that makes me real excited Um and I'm just honored. I'm honored that um, that that we would be a part of your of the content. There's there's a lot of choices that you have, a lot of great ones out there, and uh, really appreciate you for supporting um, the Uninvited podcast. Um, please remember um, subscribe to us, like us, follow us on on Instagram. Uh, I think I'm going to, in light of, of of where we are and what I've been talking about today, I feel like I should set up a Twitter page uh, for this thing. But you can follow me, the host, um, Jerry Jones, at Jerry Wyco, at J-E-R-R-Y-W-Y-C-O. Um, for those that know me, I grew up, uh, <laughs> I, I got. I represent Wyandotte County. I represent the dot. I'm an original dot, dot for life. Um, the people from the... Listen, you meet anybody from Kansas City. Shannon's a dot, by the way. Shannon Watts is a dot. People from the dot love the dot the way people from Detroit love Detroit. Or people from uh, Baltimore, Houston. Yet yeah, The way people rep for their city, we rep uh, We rep uh, the dot, Wyandotte County. So super proud. Um, so I guess for that, I'm going to give a shout out to... Um, Everybody for your support, your love. Um, We're going to keep doing this. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be all sorts of craziness um, in the news between now and Sunday. But until then, um, do good, be well, and we'll catch you on the flip side of Uninvited.